Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Jay Will and Max. That's probably live right now, right? Because it's cold dark when we dark. get in. Actually, it's going to be hot today. 58 degrees. Six? No, no. 62, I think. What? See, yeah. That's how people get sick, man. I can't. Hot, cold. I can't. I'll, I can't uh, listen, mind. Jay, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, as they You're say. Right. Just take, <laughs> up, take, take, the, take the hot weather. Hot. You hear Patrick Mahomes, Diana Rossini asked him. By the way, you're listening to Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. Uh, ESPN app. We're on ESPN two. You can download the podcast. You could listen on your smart speakers. Guys, you just good morning. First of all, good, good weekend. Good weekend. Great solid. Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, solid. Ain't, ain't no, you know, wasn't nothing but sports really. Yeah. Ran the ball. What you ran did? the ball this weekend, Key. You picked up. You played solid and sound football this weekend. Bama got their win. Yeah, like I you watched forecasted. A, lot of, a lot of college football on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else did I do? That's really it. Yeah, a lot of football this weekend. Yeah, a lot of a lot of football on Saturday, you know, because it was, it was uh, Georgia was winning early in that Alabama game, you know. And uh, here we go. <laughs> so it was you already know it. Those, it's already coming to it. Was, it. I already feel it. A lot of trash talking. It is between crazy. Key and I in the text. No, chain. you know, I just was. It was no. It wasn't trash talking. It was, you know, I was just trying to get educated on Georgia versus Alabama, and I went to you and you. <laughs> Enlighten me on hey, a few things. But see, that I did this is not know. this is uh, see, Key try to tie me into something. What happens? It's like a vet. What they do to their young pups, right? Yeah. They try to start like, all right, try to punk you. Like, oh, you want to bet? Oh, then bet. Keep throwing up number high. I'm like, come on, man. Like, I'm not trying. I don't feel comfortable in that range. Obviously, yeah. you do. So that's where it escalated. No, it to wasn't work. comfortable. You put it out there, and I just said bet. I, you know. Then you wanted to show me that you was big daddy, so you wanted to Yeah, go, I had to beat you my chest to take a little it to the bit. Extreme. And then I didn't want to take it to the extreme. I just yeah, laid out. but you out. still owe me. I don't owe you. We you, never you confirmed lost. the bet. It did. I pushed sin, and the bubbles <laughs> were still going. And then, now, I yeah. looked at this text chain. I thought there was a confirmed bet yeah. for a much lower amount than you were no, eventually no, yes. saying. What happened? Yes. Yes. I did not confirm no. that higher amount. Yes. No, what happened was I pushed sin. It didn't go through. So after I initially said bet, then I had our so when I said no. bet, I sent the text that got no. caught in the. Oh, that. No. But, but what he's no. but what no. he's on the hook for is I believe one one hundredth of what you believe yes. he's on the hook for. Because I got it got it got hyped and he said, Nah, no bet, I ain't doing that. No, you that got was it. after the fact. I but can't. then I originally and it got <laughs> caught up. So see, that's, that's the keyism. That's how he tie you into it. He's so, good at it. So anyway, that was college, which is nuts. Alabama, Georgia, of course, like Alabama. But I told you, it's oh, unreal. I told you, you that, about that that was going to happen, though. The Oklahoma yeah, State, yeah. Alabama, yeah. Just like Georgia. I told you, some of the stuff that was going to happen yesterday in the NFL, which it did. Georgia for sure didn't have the greatest yeah, defense Georgia. of all time. But I'll tell you what, they could have yeah, a rubber match. Where's Pollock at, man? When uh, you he need coming him. on. They could have a rubber match with the championship on the line, and it looks like it's headed that way. And that'd be great, you know, one-one. Listen. Meantime, in the NFL, you heard Patrick Mahomes, guys, as we came into the show talking to Diana Rossini. He was asked if the Chiefs are back. Let's listen to that again. 
I mean, we're winning a lot of football games. I'll say that. We're right where we want to be at. Um, with the defense playing like this, if our offense can find, find who we are, uh, we're going to be a hard team to beat. Yeah, the, it's but, crazy that you're hearing Patrick Mahomes say if the offense can find out who we are. You believe, yeah, like go back, to the beginning, to go back to the beginning of the year. If we told you in week 13 the Chiefs' defense would be carrying them and their offense hadn't shown up yet this year, would you believe me? I could believe that. Oh, I really could. Uh, I think what happens in this situation is is we have been accustomed with our taste buds of seeing high-flying, down-the-field, big plays out of Kansas City. And so when we see Patrick Mahomes with no passing TDs, and it, his stat line, no passing TDs, an interception, a rushing TD, the first thing you go is, oh, they must have lost. Mm-hmm. And and you, you look at the score, it is 22. You're like, well, that, that doesn't – really look like the MVP. But that's the way they've been all year long. So now they're winning different than what you've seen over the last three years. That's all. They just winning different. It's enough to go where they're trying to go because the defense is playing good. And the offense, all the offense has got to do is hit a few points. They got more than what the opponent has, and they win the game. Jay, this is why I I like Kansas City. been saying it, I know. And and, and I'll tell you, but, but here's like the next wrinkle for me. If you are the other team playing Kansas City and the coach comes in and goes, here's our defensive game plan, and someone raised their hand and said, but, but coach, if, they, if, it, if our defense works and they take what we give them, they're still going to win the game. It's like the defense is like, don't give up any big plays and do this and this. But if Mahomes just takes what the defense gives him, they're going to score. And if, the, if their defense holds up, that's a, the, winning, the, the game plan to play the Chiefs is a losing game plan if it works out is my point. I agree. And last night felt like a giveaway to me. I mean, coming into the weekend, I was like, oh, I'm going to bet this game just because even though I know that the Chiefs have been horrible against the spread this year, like just like Andy Reid, 19-3, and three, coming off the bye week. I mean, now they're 20-3. and three. Okay, that's a gimme. And the scary thing is just understanding, looking at all the teams in AFC key, all right, the Pats, they play the Bills tonight. That's a really big-time game. Uh, you know, people are trying to wonder, like, who's the best team in the AFC? But if I'm sitting there looking at the Chiefs, I'm like, their defense is clicking. 17 or fewer points their last seven games for the defense. Exponentially, last night on third down, I mean, they made life miserable for Teddy Bridgewater. And their offense has even come close to clicking. Like, that offense well, still seems – it's just it's like he was being disciplined last night. No, it's not instead of exploding, you know? Clicking the way people – wanted to click even Patrick Mahomes wants to take those shots but he is for whatever reason pulling back from those sort of things so what you're seeing now is you're just seeing basically a normal NFL offense opposed to I can score at will anytime I want to from the past three years so your body is in shock right now but so to speak your mind your eyeballs what you're seeing you're like it's not Kansas City because mm-hmm. what you've seen is like Kansas City's down by 21. Oh, they're up by 10 now. Yeah. That, but that's okay in the past. Now they're winning this way because if, if I told you that that was the Dallas Cowboys. Nice win. 20, you'd go, nice win. 22. You'd say, solid okay, football. Solid they won football. by two scores. Oh, yeah. Exactly. yeah, if that was – if that was the Rams or if that was Seattle, you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a good win for them. So, so there's two things then. One, can they win a Super Bowl this way? They can win a Super Bowl yeah. that way. Two, is, that's there, how Super Bowls are won. is their offense capable 
of clicking the way we we remember it? Is it capable of doing that? It is capable of doing it because all he has to do is hit one or two big plays. If you Just add float. the if you add one or two of them Tyreek Hill deep points. crosser, yeah. now that's thirty points yeah. and that's another eighty yards. And now you look and put his numbers together, he'd be like, oh, Patrick Mahomes threw for three hundred yards and two touchdowns. Plus, I, I don't know what the stat is, but it just feels like between Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, Darrell Williams, like yards after the catch, like even though they have a lot of checkdowns, man, they seem like they get six or seven yards after the catch all the time. Yeah, yeah. video game. It's just crazy. The cheetah, like, they're still moving, still moving the ball down oh, the, the cheetah, field the consistently. Cheetah, the cheetah be out there like he in high school. <laughs> you know, like, man, Scary, you man. get your butt down. Fastest <laughs> land mammal, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek crazy, Hill. dude. It's, it's insane. But they won, and they played a tough team in, in Denver that we all thought was done based on the Von Miller trade. But that's a tough team who fights, yeah. and they scrappy. And they, they won the game. That's all you can really ask for. Can I give one quick shout out of that? Javante Williams, just let him be running back number one, man. By the way, what's, what's his name? I'll call him Williams. No, seriously, the person. I Williams. no joke. Williams. Javante? Javante. Why we do that to ourselves? Stop. Just let, just let this man live. No. It's called Mr. Williams. Javante, Devante, Dite. <laughs> like, we so do some Just stuff. call him Jay well, Williams. Listen, there you go. Did, Short. Did the, did the name Keyshawn exist before you? Ooh. Did it exist before me? Yeah. Or, be, or, or popular? Well, like, for example. Yeah, it wasn't popular. For example, Jalen. I met one Jaylen, Keyshawn before. Jalen Rose. Oh, yeah, Jalen was, was the first of his, first <laughs> of his name, basically, <laughs> right? And now you got a lot of Jalens. You got a lot of, like, from Wu-Tang, Raekwon. You got a lot of Shaquille's and Shaq. You got more. You, there's, a, there's a fighter right now, Keyshawn Davis, real good. I don't want to so, take credit for that, but, I mean, there's a coincidence that's there that, you know. You can't say you don't want right, to take credit right, for You know what? Let's move. Let's, no, move no, no, on, no, no, no. I know where he's going. I know where he's going. <laughs> well, I'm just saying I don't want to take credit what for What area but, is he from? <laughs> what, what area is he from? <laughs> Who? How, how often did we play there? All that kind of oh, stuff. Just calm no, down. No, oh, whoa. no. Hey, oh, hey. Be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Good Dr. Break. Pepper call-in line. Yeah, there's a lot of Keyshawns, Deshawns, Deshawns. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN. Lots of Maxes, too, by the way. I think that was after me. I, I, my parents originated the name. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. College football's heating up. The fans are hyped. Return to glory with Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. By the way, uh, we're presented by Progressive Insurance, and all phone guests join us in the Goodyear hotline. Up next, why the Ravens loss is not as concerning, distressing to Ravens fans as you might think, as you, as you think it should be. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. All phone guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. By the way, you can tweet us on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed, at KeyJ and Max. That's at KeyJ and Max. And you can call us at 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. All right, guys, it is time for Straight Talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Here is Coach John Harbaugh, the Ravens head coach, at the post-game presser after that tight loss to rival Pittsburgh. Tried to win the game right there. We were pretty much out of corners, you know, at that point in time. So there's an opportunity to try to win the game right there. Mm. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. What do you think, Key? Yeah, I mean, you... You know, when, it, when, he, when he went for two, because I, I immediately figured, all right, they're going to kick the ball, okay. Mm-hmm. And I happened to look over there, and they still was in the huddle. I was like, I know he ain't going. I said, I want the mm-hmm. kicker. I said, maybe the kicker's hurt. You know, that was my whole initial thought. I didn't even know he did it based on the corners. Whether it was the corners or the field goal kicker was hurt, whatever the case is, it should have been the right call. It was the right call. Mm-hmm. Lamar did a Houdini move. Flipped it out there. Ooh. And all Mark Andrews has to do is run through the pylon. If he explodes right now, touchdown. Uh. But what happened was you cannot run with your shoulders turned sideways. They should, he should, see, you can't do that. You've got to run straight to the pylon. If he runs straight to the pylon, he walks in. It's a touchdown. It's like, but he's running, he's like running open with his chest open back toward uh, Lamar, and you can't do that. It's like playing. It's like playing the outfield in baseball. Balls hit over your head. You got to take three steps straight back you before go. you start tracking it. His, even. his he, and, and he knows that. He knows that if he accelerates through the ball, he walks in, and he'll never make that mistake again. That just happens at that point in time. He made the mistake. Oh, it's a bad game to happen. 
Well, it just feels like how many times can the Ravens come back from being down and have that kind of pressure on Lamar Jackson? Right? I mean, you just feel like the Steelers are trying to give the, the game away. I mean, even the, the kickoff key that went out of bounds, that gave that – it's like all those things that led to that point. But I, I will say this. I do have to give the Steelers defense a lot of credit. Absolutely. Right? They Chargers, Bengals, they give up 41 points. T.J. Watt, three and a half sacks. Like, you talk about Lamar Jackson got sacked seven times last night. Like, their defense has answered the bell after everything the Steelers have been through this week. Right? Chase Claypool saying that stuff about music during practice. Tomlin going at it. Tomlin taking stuff from Ryan Clark that he's using here. Like, it was a character opportunity for this team, and they got rewarded for it. There's so much here, Jay and Key. Like, first of all, I agree with you, Key. First of all, even without those extra circumstances, I never jump on a coach for trying to win. Like, exactly. everyone's so just scared. Oh, just try, yeah, to, t- try to win. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But go for it. I love that. No, I don't think. I think if his secondary was healthy. He'd yeah, maybe he just kicked. Yeah, but. The, Ain't but no, I, maybe he would have kicked. Oh, okay, but what I'm saying is for whatever reason, they went for it. I'm yeah. not going to kill a guy for going no, for it. No. Okay. His corners got hurt. Marlon Humphrey went out yeah, last night hurt, as well. So like, I get it. Next thing is t- the whole year. Everyone Pittsburgh writing them off. I don't think they're going to be great, but I knew one thing with Tomlin as the coach. You could talk about the defense, Roethlisberger, whatever. Mike Tomlin's not going to have a 10-loss season. Like, that's out. This team is not going to be under 500. And this is, this is a rivalry game. Look at them, 6-5-1, over 500 right now. Do they end the season that way? Over 500? Yeah, they'll end the season over 500. They wow. got the Minnesota Vikings next. So that seven five and they one. got a they got a, a a coach who's probably in Coach Zimmer who's probably gonna get his walking papers at the end mm-hmm. of the year in the locker room know that so you're gonna get that U hauls are starting to be packed up in Minnesota because everybody's thinking about Christmas and you know that vacation <laughs> that they're gonna have after <laughs> this season is over with so that will probably be a W for them and then whatever else they have left on the schedule um, when you look at the schedule though I mean if you look at that division. The best player in the division is on the best team. And the best player in that yeah. division is Lamar Jackson. Period. It's Madden. I mean, yeah, it's Madden. So who's the second best team? Second best team in the, in the division is Bengals. the Bengals. Yep. And then the Steelers and the Browns. So that's where it gets interesting, actually, at the bottom. Steelers over Browns. I, I, uh, yeah, because the Browns, I don't know that they're going to get it together enough to turn things around. It just seems like. The Baker Mayfield stuff is is starting to take its toll on the team. First it was the OBJ, and then Landry is like, I don't get no touches. It just seems like it's starting to take its toll. And then you got what is it Kareem Hunt's dad who who mm-hmm. went after? Yep. So yep. it's like you it's a lot of stuff. It's just wild, Key, because at you the know. beginning of the year, it was it was a certified consensus. That they was going to the playoffs for sure. Yeah, and that Big Ben 100%. was the the last quarterback in that division. But I'm taking Big Ben over all the quarterbacks of that division right now anyway. What? what? Not I'm Lamar take, Jackson? You two, taking him two at the end of a game? I don't care with nobody. No, well. Yeah, not Lamar Jackson. You'll probably take Lamar, not over Lamar. Lamar. Probably I, not over Lamar. <laughs> over but Joe as Burrow? Far as, yeah, I'm going to take him over Joe Burrow. So th- this is interesting. Because the veteran, veteran, a dude like that might look like crap for four and a half plus quarters. And then all of a sudden, he hit the shot. I mean, that's I don't, who I don't he know is. if I can say that about Joe Burrow, though. I, I know Joe Burrow didn't play well. I'm talking about. I'm talking about, You're talking about one play to I'm win about, a game. Yeah, I'm talking about at the end of a game, only at the end of a game. I ain't well, talking how, about how a mu- season. How much does that factor into that? His head coach is Mike Tomlin, because that has to. That's a major factor for well, me too. To draw something up. Of course, it's, it's so it's more of a package deal. I, yeah, because he's been his coach for yeah. however many years. But but at any rate, 
what we're saying, it seems, Key, what you're saying, it seems, is Browns are four out of four. Baker is four out of four. Like, they're, they're at the bottom. To start Crazy. the season, as Jay points out, a lot of people thought the Browns were a real Super Bowl contender. They had a great offensive line last year, number one, in, block, in pa- blocking for the pass and the were, run. I certainly thought they was going to fight for the Super Bowl. And, and now they just I, fighting to get a wild card spot. Bottom of the division. Worst quarterback in the division at this moment because he's banged up. And the, and the worst team in the division? Oh, Big Ben. <laughs> oh, poor Cleveland Browns Big Ben, man. Big Ben dropped buckets last night, and Johnson dropped it. Well, I, yeah, not, re- no, not related to me. Not related to you. Deontay. Deontay. Deontay, yeah. yeah see, that's in the first one. half, right? Yeah. With yeah, an yeah. eye. He made up for it. He made up for it. No, he made up, stretch, up, yeah, he made up for it. But yeah. those type of throws, you can get out of Ben. It was put right in his hands, man, right over the outside shoulder, right there. It just, like, man, you out there dropping Bentleys and everything else. Gotcha. That's a house in your hands. Watching Big Ben for that last God. minute and a half, two minutes on the sideline, he was so tight. Yeah, everybody just, you felt that the Ravens were going to score. You just felt with the way they were marching the ball down the field, they were going to score. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepicks.com slash morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
All right, guys. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, time to run the no huddle here on ESPN Radio. Detroit Lions picked up their first win of the season yesterday, guys, beating the Vikings 29-27. Jared Goff threw for three touchdowns and almost 300 yards. The Lions and Vikings also paid tribute to victims of Tuesday's school shooting in Oxford, Michigan by wearing a gold O on the back of their helmets. After the game, head coach Dan Campbell dedicated the game ball to the community of Oxford. This game ball goes to the whole Oxford community. All those were affected. And that being said, man, I just I want us to not forget these names. Madison Baldwin, Hannah St. Juliana, Justin Schilling, Tate Muir, Phoebe Arthur, uh, John Ashuda, Riley France, Elijah Mueller, Kylie Osiji, Aiden Watson, and Molly Darnell, who's a teacher. Um, those, those names, uh, for all those... Uh, you know, will never be forgotten, and they're in our hearts and our prayers and all the families, and not to mention all those that were affected by all of this, uh, the classmates, the brothers and sisters, the cousins, the teachers, uh, everybody. That's a beautiful thing uh, that he could address it like that and, and be so, you know, passionate about it. And, and I, I think, you know, the entire community uh, within Oxford as well as in Detroit, Michigan, whole area, um, that was big to be able to get a W and you know exactly what it means to those individuals' families is big time. Never mind, you know, it, it's not even about the one win and getting the win and not having to worry about getting blanked throughout the course of the season. It's just a special moment right there to be able to share something positive for that entire state. Yeah, just for the entire community. And I, I love the fact that Dan Campbell has those names memorized. I, I think that speaks volumes about his character and him as a leader. Um, in, a, in a happily matter, I'm glad they finally got a kneecap there uh, in Detroit. He talked about biting kneecaps. That's what they wanted to do. And, and look, I, without Swift playing in this game for the Lions and with the way Jared Goff played in the first half compared to the way he played in the second half, which was not good, it, it was good to see this team finally get a win. Even though you talk about does this mess up their draft chances for number one pick, um, that's what you want. You want to get a win. You want to compete. And for a team that has had a hard time closing out games, they finally got one. I agree with you about the names. You said all their names. That was important, and it felt it. Um, that was he. He did that just right. Yes. I thought talked about the family, the, the victims' families, and how it affects them. And then in terms of the football of it all, uh, this is Jared Goff's first win without McVay as his head coach in the NFL. Never wow. won a game without McVay as his head coach until now. And, and the fact that the win comes th- a one year. day shy of a full year since the last win. Whew. Joe, well, before I get to Joe Burrow real quick, I know we're in no huddle. You were on a one-win team oh, once. God. Well, but then you guys had a good year. The next year I made the AFC Championship game, the game year after that. What does that one win mean when you, when you get that one win? Because the fans are going like, come on, one win, who cares? But what does that mean? Did you just ask me what does one win mean? Yeah. No, no. Max. But but in other words, See? in other words, in other words, not going, not going winless. What does it mean? To be honest with you, I don't even, I don't even know. To be honest with you, because when we had that one win, we played in Arizona. We played the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. When we go to the commercial break, find out how many damn wins they had. So this was like one of those games. But still, you don't go, you don't go winless. One win. No, no. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. If you go winless in a season, you live in infamy. It's different. One in fifteen does not feel any different than zero in sixteen. Not any different. To Hell me, it's no. different. To no. me, it's different. And then All the right. bad thing about it is, our coach came in after the one win the next week and said, "We got a chance to still make the playoffs. We got 
I mean, a few because I think we were one and seven or something. He said we can go eight and eight. It's yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was this is and, later and in the season. Aaron Glenn, who's a defensive coordinator on the Detroit Lions, yeah. was my teammate on the one in fifteen Jets. Oof. Max, <laughs> best Oof. question of the day thus far. That, I, best I, transition. That's a serious question. I see the way you tied it all together. That's a serious question. Thank Bengals you. quarterback Joe Burrow dislocated <laughs> his pinky finger when he was sacked and fumbled on the Bengals' first offensive series. He said it popped back into place on its own and didn't affect this his passing. Burrow was 24 of 40 for 300 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Here's, here's what he said about the impact uh, uh, on him moving forward. Well, I was able to, to finish the game. So it's, I mean, unless it somehow gets worse, which I don't, can't imagine it's going to get worse, then I'll be playing next week. Yeah, that, that ain't nothing. That's a little boo-boo, man. You rub that on some dirt and kiss it and keep it moving. Didn't affect his throwing at all. That's not why he had the two interceptions in the game. They just dialed things up defensively. He went up against Brandon Staley. He was a pretty good defensive coordinator. He knew, hey, one guy's going to eat that. One guy's going to be T. Higgins. But Jamar Chase, along with um, Joe Mixon, and along with uh, Tyler Boyd, we were going to take them out of the game. But also on the flip side of things, Joe, uh, not Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert is just a freak of nature mm. at the quarterback spot. <laughs> so Big, tall, long drink of water, dialing it up, zipping it through. And he is one of those young quarterbacks that a coach will be with. Coach Staley will be with him for the next 10 years plus. That's what type of talent he has. It, it, the Chargers could make some noise. They could make some noise they get into the playoffs. Will Joe Burrow's pinky finger be talked about as much as Aaron Rodgers' pinky toe? Oh, That's what I'm that waiting throw. for. Look um, at that throw. Here's a, I, look I, at this. Oh. I, I mean, Justin Herbert was spectacular. I, I, I will say this, though. Every time I saw Joe Burrow throw the ball on the sideline, he was wincing, man. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like he was in legit pain. So, I mean, two turnover, two interceptions, one fumble. Uh, it was a tough day for Joe Burrow, but I still I, – the team, I still want to give Cincy a lot of credit – uh, for fighting back in this game. And I still think you're going to be there when it's all said and done. Justin Herbert, to me, is the guy you start a franchise with. To me, he's the closest thing to Mahomes, younger and cheaper right now. Like he, He's unbelievable. But key, let's see if you'll answer this one. I think I'm making a you joke said that on this very, one. You said you, that very definitively. But well, like yesterday, so. you were a little bit more, I mean, What's Friday, that? you're a little bit more in offense no, about, about whether Herbert? you would take Herbert or No, no, no. What, I'll say the same thing. Burrow still gives me this feeling like he might wind up with the most Super Bowls. Okay. I, I have to take Herbert okay. based on the right. talent. I got to do okay. it. Key, let's see if you answer this one. Because the last one you guys thought I was joking. You had a finger pop out. You had a finger pop out two days before the Super Bowl. So you had the same sort of thing that Joe Burrow had. No, worse. Mine actually, my bone actually popped out the skin. So to the point where I could take this finger right now. No. And I could Mm -mm. put it. Don't know, sir. I don't want to. I could put it back here on the top of my wrist. With the bone popped out of the skin like like in the cartoons? how'd you do that? How'd that happen? messing around in our pregame, like our walkthrough. We were in a walkthrough before our actual practice, and John Gruden, our coach at the time, was was, uh, shadowing me, and I kind of tried to rip through him, and it got caught in his T-shirt. So when I ripped through him, I was trying to actually, like, break his wrist because he was out there doing that, so I wanted to do that, and when I did it, it just got caught, and it was like, so ugly. It was a sign. Damn, it was a sign for John Green for a that? long time coming. Oh, and then hurt. played in the Super Bowl. Yeah, two but days it, was, later. it hurt. I mean, they got some stuff that'll numb all that up, though. They, all right. they, you can do it like that. Uh, let's, let's move on. <laughs> Tom pick up Brady pace, threw for 368 yards and four touchdowns. Four touchdowns as the Tampa Bay Bucks moved to the brink of clinching the NFC South. 
with a 30-17 win over the Falcons. The 44-year-old Brady also completed 38 of 51 passes to stay undefeated for his career against the Falcons. Here's what Tom Brady said about that accomplishment. Nah, uh, it's a great organization, I, I think. You know, I, I didn't play much when I was with the Patriots. Um, last couple of years, we played pretty good against them. You know, we played good. We, we actually, like, here last year, was a really tough game. We were down a bunch of points at half and then came out and really sparked our whole second part of our season, uh, you know, playing them here. And um, played, they played us hard at home this year. You know, it was a close game, 28-25 in the, in the fourth quarter. And then, again, played us tough here. It's a really well-coached team. Um, they fight to the end. They got a lot of good players. Do, do me a favor, Max. In the future, never predict anybody's career ending. Mm. Please well, why? It's good for them. <laughs> what are you talking about? Tom Brady. It worked. Look, Tom Brady's just ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he's, he's, he's really good. By so far the greatest older player of all time in football, too, because, like, no quarterback had ever been who was great, had ever been great past the age of 41. He's 44. But this begs the question, guys. Look, I had various players as my MVP different parts of the season. Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Matthew Stafford for a second. Put Jonathan Taylor could, in the conversation, Okay, please. fine. Aaron Rodgers. I know, but still. At, you know, like different guys. But, guys, I got to say, th- this guy missed a game. This guy missed two games. This guy was real bad one game. And Tom Brady right now is my MVP. He's been there every week. And the worst he's been is pretty good. I think he's the MVP yeah, right you now. Can't go, you can't go wrong with him. Uh, you can't go wrong with Lamar. You can't go wrong with Kyler Murray or Aaron Rodgers. They all kind of is switch it out week to week depending on how they play. Uh but if it comes down to it in the end, I think it's going to come down to Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady to get the MVP. Uh, Rodgers, uh, remember, because you know. of all those practices, he only played six pad. He, he, he was no good week one, and they got blown out. And then he missed a game where Brady has just been there, been there, been there. The only thing you can hold against Kyler Murray is the fact that he's missed Yeah, he missed a couple games. games. Otherwise, like, it might be Kyler. Yeah. Him, yeah. I, I think more impressively for me is – the Bucks just finding different ways to win. If it's Tom Brady throwing for 51 pass attempts this game, last game it was Leonard Fournette just pounding them on the ground. Even their defense is starting to come around. I think about Sean Murphy, Button, and Carlton Davis. They're finally getting healthy now. It just—it's about when do you click at the right time, and it feels like the Bucks are trending in the right direction. No, no doubt. And without AB, where they're much better with AB. Brady throws the ball down the field, and they're five and zero, and they're like 500 going into that game without it. But now he's spreading it around. God, we talk about Evans. Gronk. Yeah, Gronk. The, the biggest target on the field found him twice you brought up kyler murray cardinals quarterback kyler murray jay threw for two touchdowns ran for two more that's why he's in that bucket with key with with lamar jackson in his return from ankle injury as the cardinals beat the struggling chicago bears 33 22 on sunday the cardinals got murray back and the three-time pro bowl receiver also uh DeAndre Hopkins, after both players missed three games because of injuries, here's what Kyler said about how he felt in his return. Yeah, it felt good. I mean, just to be out there uh, moving around, uh, kind of, you know, being myself, you know, just playing a game that I love to play uh, with these guys. It was, it was fun. Uh, glad we got the win. Yeah, man, it was, it was, uh, it was great to be back. Little dude be scoot, boy. Gosh. Well, I mean, look. Here's what I would say. I don't know how far they can go in the playoffs, but they certainly are up there in a class by themselves in the NFC. Uh, I like Kyler Murray. I like what they was able to do. I didn't realize he was going to play. I thought they would sit him out 
because it was Chicago and they would go with Colt McCoy again, but clearly he was capable of playing. You can see that he took care of business along with DeAndre Hopkins. They got a W. They got out of there, and now they're back in safely landing in Arizona. So the Red Sea could leave me alone. See, I'll say this, Max and Key. I, I think yesterday, even though the game was against the Bears, um, I, I think the Bears had a chance to win that game due to the fact that these conditions, it was freezing rain, gusty wind. I mean, yeah. a team coming in from Arizona, what we talk about all the time, like, all right, like, can they win yes, in those type of conditions? Kyler Murray, D-Hop, that defense, they stepped up. I mean, the way they control the game with James Conner, I just think that team, that was a huge win just to show that, hey, it doesn't matter what condition you put us in, we can still be this explosive. Whether or not we believe it, the best argument objectively on the facts you can make is a fully healthy Cardinals team has been the best team in the NFL this year, yes. wire to wire, basically. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio. Guys, let's move to some college football. Cincinnati is fourth, the first group of five team to make the playoff, and they'll meet number one Alabama. In the other, it'll be second-ranked Michigan and number three Georgia. Just out of the playoff, Notre Dame is fifth, Ohio State ranked sixth. Hey! Paul Feinbaum, host mm. of the Paul Feinbaum Show, joins us. Brought to you by Dr. Pepper. College football's heating up and the fans are hyped. Crack open an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, slash on a coat of a fresh coat of face paint, and return to glory with an all-new fans season of Fansville by Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve. Good morning, Paul. Ali. Good morning, my friends. How are you? It was an interesting weekend of college football, Paul. What would you make of the committee ranking Alabama ahead of Michigan? I thought they made the right choice, uh, and it was, a, it was a very narrow choice, Max, but – Ultimately, Alabama beat the number one team in the country. That sounds strange to say, considering Alabama is usually number one. They did it in convincing fashion. And, yeah, I think after that, it gets really narrow. Uh, but Michigan has had a phenomenal season. But, but I, I think beating Georgia, Trump beating Ohio State last week and, and Iowa this week. Paul, what did you make about Nick Saban's uh, yummy rat poison comments that he made? Yeah. Yeah, here's a guy who three years ago, four years ago, you know, blamed the media for feeding his team with rat poison and almost causing them to lose. And now he's he's talking about it uh, in reverse. Uh, Nick Saban, of all people, is claiming that his team was motivated because everybody picked Georgia to win the game. Now, I, I don't think that had one thing to do with the game, but Saban is a master of of, of, of the moment. And uh, he loved uh, needling the media because, quite frankly, very few people uh, thought Alabama was going to win this game. When the line came out at six and a half, uh, I had some people that covered Georgia saying, if that was anyone other than Alabama, it would be 14 to 17. That's, that's how the, 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 a preponderance of evidence seemed to be stacking up against Alabama. So Saban, having one of the, the most bizarre seasons I've ever seen in terms of actually looking like he, he's a human being and enjoying life, guys. Uh, and, and he really, uh, you know, he hasn't done it yet, uh, but this, is t- this team has not been great at times. They've been very fragile. They, they've been inconsistent. And here we are heading into the playoff, and they're number one in the country. It's, 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 just, it's so remarkable to, to have watched this thing and, and to have seen Saban seemingly enjoy the journey for the first time. I know. He was smiling there at the, uh, at the podium, you know, when they were getting the, uh, the trophy. He's sitting there smiling from ear to ear, which was pretty amazing to me. But, I, it, you know, Paul, what, you, you said that a lot of people, when the line came out, they picked Georgia. But I never felt that way because he created – 
the Georgia defense. So if anybody knows anything about the defense, it would be the guy who created it. That's why it it was puzzling to me when everybody was acting as though that offense wasn't potent with Bryce Young. When we watched Bryce Young, the entire season, true, the offensive line was suspect at times. But if anybody, man, Jay, you cannot count on Nick Saban. Uh, Paul, real quick, did, did Bryce Young just seal up the Heisman? Is it his now? It's over. Uh, yeah. and, and, and really, part of the reason it's over, Jay, is you know, tell me who else should win the award. I mean, we've been through the various iterations of this. I think three weeks ago, uh, Stroud had won it from Ohio State. And then we were trying to put defensive players in from Georgia, which are not going to happen now. So I think he, he had a moment against Auburn, uh, even though that was one of his worst games. But he was so good. And, and, that, and, and back to what Keyshawn said a minute ago, that was really the difference. First of all, Georgia uh, had a, a very uh, bizarre uh, defensive structure where they really didn't try to go after him that much. They, they, they should have. I, I don't know about you, but I would have just tried to knock him off his feet as fast as possible. And they didn't do that with the best defensive line of all time. At least that's what the people that covered Georgia told us. And, and, and Bryce was just unbelievable. It, it's worth remembering uh, there were a lot of games going on Saturday. Georgia went up 10 to nothing. And a lot of people were wondering, like, what is going on here? And then all of a sudden, Bryce started threading needles uh, that only a few people uh, can do. And he just kept piling up. Uh, Alabama scored on five straight possessions against the defense guys that only one time this year gave up uh, more than 13 points. They gave up 17 points to, I believe it was uh, Tennessee or Auburn. I can't remember which one. I think it was, I think it was Tennessee. And that was it. Uh, I mean, they blew teams. They they shut teams down uh, on a, on, a, on a very regular basis. And and all the, the here we go. The punditry of of college football made them out to be this invincible defense. And Nick Saban was snickering the whole way over to Atlanta. Paul Feinbaum, host of the Paul Feinbaum Show, joining us here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Paul, uh, we were talking on Friday about the chances of Iowa popping Michigan. <laughs> that didn't happen at all. And with the complete opposite way. No. What would it say about Coach Harbaugh if they actually found a way to win a national championship? How would that change his legacy? I think it's changing as we speak. And and we're talking to you you guys are talking to somebody here who has probably been as hard on him as anybody in the country. But but I I am amazed at what he has been able to do. And and especially because everyone wrote him off. Uh, And by the way, I, I say this to Michigan fans. Even his own people. Uh, I mean, they they called him in here last year, into the office last year, Jay, and it came pretty close to firing him. I mean, they cut his salary. They, 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 in my opinion, humiliated him in front of everyone. Harbaugh just didn't seem to care because he, and he's an old school football coach. He's he's not in this trying to be the next ten million dollar a year coach. And he went back to the basics uh, and, and has put together a really remarkable team. I don't think he has to win it all uh, to have gotten away to a change the let change the perception but if he did especially against an sec team like 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 uh georgia in the first round and alabama in the second uh, it, it would it would further enhance uh the jim harbaugh that left the nfl after going to a super bowl and a couple of nfc title games paul oklahoma sooners finally got that man in in brent venables former defensive coordinator with the clemson tigers but also former defensive coordinator with Bob Stoops in Oklahoma. So he goes back to Oklahoma. Who should he hire, you think, between Joe Brady and uh, Chad Morrison? Chad Morris, who was the offensive coordinator with him at Clemson, 
back in the day when they won a national title. Which one of those two you think he should hire and bring in Oklahoma with him? Uh, I'm not sure I would hire either one of them, uh, Keyshawn. Uh, and I, I know Joe Brady got all this uh, you know, great praise after the Joe Burrow experience, but uh, you guys saw what he did in Carolina. It was, quite frankly, pretty embarrassing. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't hire Joe Brady. And, and the, the name that is circling around that I think is interesting to keep your eye on is Jeff Levy. Uh, he played at Oklahoma. And he's, he's Lane Kiffin's offensive coordinator, Keyshawn, mm-hmm. as you mm-hmm. all know. Mm-hmm. And got a, lot of people seconds, think he, a lot of people think he, he was really the secret behind uh, what Ole Miss did this year with Matt Corral. Mm. That is the great Paul Feinbaum, ladies and gentlemen, host of the Paul Feinbaum show. Coming up, why Key believes Dak Prescott – is in the top tier of NFL quarterbacks. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts.